0: Thank you all for joining us for another edition of True Dadhood Podcast. I'm here, Nick, that's right, back with Steve and John for another edition after last week's uh, more topical conversation. We're back to the fun conversation this week, but before we get started, True Dadhood moments, which one of y'all would
1: like to go first?
2: I got stuff in my mouth. Well,
1: I don't have anything in my brain, so... I'll go first there. All right, so my True Dadhood moment this week... cookie, I'm sorry.
0: That's okay, that's okay. Eating a cookie, yeah, likely story. I had uh, a couple of different things that could be true dadhood moments, but I figured what I would point to this week uh, would actually be a true dadhood moment more because of something my wife did than what my kids did on, uh, again, we had... Dean go to daycare officially this week, so it's been a, a big build-up, and everything has gone smoothly thus far, no issues. Knock on wood. But one thing that did happen: my wife went to go pick up the boys from daycare earlier this week, and she calls me, and she's obviously been crying. So I freak out. You know, okay, this is gonna be bad. What happened? And she goes into the story of, well, I went to go pick up the boys, and I got Dean first, and Dean was great got him into his stroller and we go to pick up Oliver from his classroom, and his classroom all was coming out at the same time because they were going to go to the playground. And before I can get in a word edgewise, uh, all of the kids from Oliver's class start pointing at Baby Dean going, oh my God, Baby Dean. It's Baby Dean. Look at that. Baby Dean. Oliver, is that Baby Dean? Oliver apparently started beaming brightly at baby dean that's my baby brother i got this that's right and nicole was like it was kind of cool i liked it and whatnot but that's when his teacher came over all the kids then apparently surrounded the stroller pointing at baby dean that's baby dean all right and oliver was literally using him as like a sideshow show show and tell check this out the teacher comes over to my wife and was like you don't realize what you've just done nicole's like what do you mean oliver's been bragging about this baby for like the past two months and the kids have all been wondering what he's talking about now he's talking about the fact that baby dean's in the school you are now showing them the mythical baby dean that oliver has been bragging on for the past two weeks like whereupon, finding a real live unicorn oh yeah whereupon of course my wife does what any rational person would do and breaks down crying because of how cute it is that her elder son is so proud to be a big brother that he's been bragging about it for two weeks and that's what she was crying about with me on the phone here i am freaking out that baby dean has come down with some you know weird disease or something or that Oliver's broken an arm or whatnot. No, she's just having a, a mom moment. D- Being caught dysentery
2: and... on the Oregon Trail. <laughs>
0: like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm so I'm there like, well, I'm glad everything is okay and you're fine. I start laughing, whereupon of course then I get the why are you laughing at this? This was a precious moment.
1: <laughs> wow. My fascination with a little brother will wear off pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once he starts
2: walking and taking stuff. Yeah, it'll, it'll go.
0: We'll see. We'll but. see. I've got high hopes. But anyway, so there's my true dadhood moment. What do you guys got?
2: Silence. Nah. Great. Uh, That's I've, wonderful. I've got a, I've got a couple. <laughs> I, was, I was being kind to let John go. Uh,
1: the only thing monumental this week was uh, they had um, at his school, we pulled up Tuesday, and like there's like the whole yard, the, excess, the overflow parking at the school is filled up as we're driving around the circle on Tuesday morning. And they had sent, I knew they had sent out something in the newsletter saying they were going to have donuts with dad kind of thing that week. And so pull up on Tuesday morning and there's like all these cars everywhere. And so I knew they were having it, but I thought it was on Thursday. So I called my wife, you know, sitting in the line, you know, um, trying to get her to answer and is this today or is it thursday or whenever you know and so she said no it's thursday so this donuts with dad thing was on thursday and yet i still forgot on thursday morning when i pulled up you know we've heard an awful
0: lot about keeping annotated calendars here recently john you should really you should really check into that but go ahead
1: so (laughs) pull up thursday morning and there's all all the cars are you know parked all over the place again so um Realized that because i was actually needing to get to work to get some things done that i've been working on and so told my son i was like oh guess what miles today is today's donut day and so he freaked out but he really loved it because we got in there and he was walking me around by hand showing me that daddy here's the library and here he was showing me all around the school he was really proud of it and uh showed me where the cafeteria was we went in our donuts and um after we were done, you know, you walk him back into school and he said he gave me a kiss and a hug and said, All right, I gotta go to class now, daddy, bye. So I mean it was kinda cool. You know, he was proud of his school and wanted to show his daddy about it and also wanted to let him know that you don't have to walk me to class. So um, I got it from here. So that, that's kind of a dadhood moment, I guess. If that's you want that's have a monumental one. moment. Yeah. yeah. Now you're,
0: you're gonna look back, I bet, and Reminisce when he's like literally, Dad, leave me go away. I'm trying to, walk
1: yeah. When he's out. 13, he's gonna be like, Dad, can you drop me off like a mile away? Oh, dude, car ride rider line now, morning
2: drop off. Uh, they're lucky if I even slow down to <laughs> kick him out the car. <laughs> like, go, 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 if you're tuck not and roll, charging kids, into that school
0: like one of the soldiers charged onto Seriously. Normandy Beach. You're not doing it yeah, right. I
2: got, I'm, I'm training my own SEAL Team 6 back there. <laughs> Steve, what about yours this week? Uh, I actually had two overly uh, dad moments. Uh, I think uh, both of them involved Greenlee. Um, Greenlee, at one point, I was was with her, and it was the same night as her parent-teacher conference, so her mother went to the parent-teacher conference, and I... Stayed watching, watching them. Um, it was my night with them. And so uh, she goes, hey, can you text mom and uh, find out how my parent teacher conference went? And I'm like, well, you have a phone. Why can't you text her and find out how it went? And she's like, well, I just want to make sure that my teacher th- said that I'm behaving good. And I immediately turned on her and said, if you have to ask the question, the answer is obviously no. <laughs> so, if you're worried about it, yeah, maybe maybe now is not the time to check, but she did get a good report. She was just being overly cautious, but... <laughs> Um, and then the other one was a few days later, uh, I was there and um, one of my remote drop movies of if you're flipping the channels and, and the Princess Bride is on, that's a, just drop the remote. Like I'm, I'm watching this movie no matter where it is in the movie. So it was on and uh, Greenlee was there. And pound sign, spoiler alert for a 31-year-old movie. Mm -hmm. At the end of the movie, uh, when Inigo Montoya finally catches up to the six-fingered man and uh, starts going, you know, you killed my father, prepare to die. Uh, It's at that scene, I look over at Greenlee and I say, Greenlee, if someone killed me, would you go on a 20-year quest for vengeance without missing a beat? She goes, no, but I'd build you a a really beautiful memorial, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, so I, I was shown that my children don't necessarily behave in school and that this child really only they loves love me oh, loves me enough to make my grave look pretty. Yeah, like, they yeah.
0: love you, but only well, so far.
2: Not Ego Montoya level. So. Once you're in
0: the ground, we'll come by, we'll polish yeah, so the plaque on top of you. Every I'm one step
2: above months. Deadbeat Dad and below you know, Inigo Montoya. Well, you did
0: just get done talking about how you practically kicked them out of your car <laughs> at the drop-off line, so maybe I can see where they're coming Look, from on toughening them up, man. <laughs> Life comes at you hard. Toughening them up for that 20-year vengeance ride, <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly,
2: exactly. <laughs> Shoot, make enemies like me. Whew.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. He didn't give me a tax break. <laughs> I'm coming for him. Well, okay, gentlemen, here's to true dadhood moments, whether it be talking with your wife and calming her down after a very traumatic experience of, of love and compassion shown by your eldest, to getting the full tour experience of your child's school for however long that lasts, <laughs> and to experiencing the love kind of, sort of, that comes yeah. from <laughs> your daughter
2: to true dadhood. Here we to, go. To know That's that my right. corpse will be surrounded by flowers. All That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, make sure you notate that in your will. My favorite flower
2: is. I'm sure
0: she'll she'll hook you up.
2: I'm a, right? I, you know, you just gave me an idea. I'm going to make sure that Greenlee is the one responsible. <laughs> and I'm going to give her such a laundry list and be like, remember that time. I'll make a video will and like have that. I think
1: I think you're probably going to be buried in a clearance coffin. Uh, oh heck yeah, man. <laughs> Shoot. She'll I don't know. Going, if, I know we'd love dad. If but you have Finley, he is going to be in the ground. And do we really have to spend that much on this stuff? Exactly. Take your
0: pick. If you have Finley, take care of it. You're going to be buried in that Wookiee costume that you've got. So
2: Oh, dude, he's already <laughs> mapping out Halloween. <laughs> he's like, "We can be Wookies again cuz he got a big giant Wookiee mask for mm. his birthday and so he wants to wear that." And he's like, you can wear your costume and I can wear mine. I'm like, dude, that's a size four. I don't think you're squeezing into that one there, buddy.
0: See, I had my kid, we've really not done much. He's just now, he's gonna be uh, almost three at Halloween this year. And the subject of Halloween got brought up the other day. And my wife was like, Ollie, what do you want to dress up as? Without missing a beat, the kid was like, I'm not dressing up, dad's gonna be a dinosaur. I'm looking around like, "What? where did this come from? And he turns to me and was like, yeah, you're gonna be a dinosaur and I'm gonna run from you. Like a, okay, there you sure. go. Let's do that. All right, we're gonna have a dinosaur family for. I've got a dinosaur mask you can borrow. Well, I think honestly, I think he's seen those videos of like the inflatable Tyrannosaurus Rex oh, he deals, wants one of those. and I think you oh, he wants want me to, yeah, to have that's one what I'm of
1: those. Yeah, we did that last year. A friend of mine came over, and he had that inflatable thing. I had to walk him around by hand because it was kind of drizzly, rainy that yeah, night. Yeah, fogged up. <laughs> it oh, fogged I remember. Fogged up. He could not see anything. Yeah, no. And I you do you. not want that. Inflatable. I, I, thing. I took
2: Greenlee and Finley out last year, and Greenlee had strep throat and was still out there. I made her wear a surgeon mask, yeah. <laughs> like she was Dorothy, and she had her little puppy with her and was a little black puppy. But uh, yeah, so I, I remember that night. That so a, you
0: made her into like an undead nurse, Dorothy? And then I what just is this? made her wear a
2: surgical <laughs> mask because I'm like, I am not going to be the reason that there is a strep throat out- outbreak in downtown Rogers. So yeah.
0: <laughs> well, okay. I can appreciate that. Uh, Back onto our subject for today. Uh, I've been talking with the guys about a way that we can bounce back from, from last week's rather heavy discussion at times, and one of the things that I had wanted to talk about when we started this were the things that our children were passionate about and how a father might go about, one, reacting to those things, and two, trying to... Uh, finagle our way to have our children love the things that we love. And I'm sure there are plenty of ideas out there, and you can see videos of dads that get excited when their kid, you know, takes up their favorite sport or their favorite fandom and whatnot. And, but uh, first I figured we'd start just by talking about some of the things that, you know, our kids have shown an interest in um, and, and how we've reacted to some of the things that they've come to us that maybe are a little bit more off the wall. Cough, cough, Freddie Fosbear, cough, cough. And uh, it still needs to be banned. <laughs> See what well, we can get going with that. So, um, either one of y'all want to start? I did the true dadhood thing right off the bat, so you know.
1: I guess uh, I, Miles's big thing is um, Minecraft YouTube, playing it or
0: YouTube videos of it, both
1: playing it and also watching now for hours on end people videos of people playing said Minecraft and other games. Ro- Roblox is another one that he's big into What is Roblox? It's kind of like a Minecraft. I don't I have no idea. I mean it's just <laughs> It's something on the iPad that keeps him occupied, and he talks about it all the time. So
2: it's Minecraft-style graphics and everything, but they have like a bunch of different things that you can do. It's almost like a, uh, almost like some of like a Sims version of it type thing, right. or or a Second Life, or you know things like they have different, oh, so many different things that yeah, go along that. with it. <sighs> Roblox City, obstacle courses, games. Like it's yeah,
1: yeah, it's a whole
0: thing. All these things I'm going to have to learn about. So, okay. You know, you've... So, you, we yes, and, it, that and stage, it is marketed
1: on the toy aisle at the big store, <laughs> but it is more age-appropriate than the Freddy Fazbear <laughs> action figures that were three-plus that I texted you guys the picture of from yeah, the Walmart. Yeah, three and up, Freddy Fazbear. That yeah.
0: one was pretty pretty bad.
1: Yes, because that's so age-appropriate. That
2: was, that was absolutely amazing.
1: <laughs> I told y'all one line. I wasn't lying. I mean... I believe
2: we believed you. you.
1: So... You know, but anyway, don't, don't have so.
2: to see, you know, physical proof from your, you know, daily calendar, you know.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Well, and okay, so he's into the Minecraft videos, things like that. I mean,
2: which I, I'm assuming that was not something that you dealt with when you were a child.
1: Freddy Fazbear? No. <laughs>
2: I'm making an old joke, John. Oh, okay. <laughs> you no, you obviously didn't have Minecraft on my... an iPad. Yeah. Is, is not something you, that no. you experienced yeah. as a kid. Yeah, yeah. You, no. in the, you, you in the 70s. You were definitely the closest thing to Minecraft I had
1: as a child was an Atari. The graphics were very similar. So yeah. the fact that the you the think the graphics are similar
0: between an Atari and the things that you have, play you Minecraft seen on? the early games on the first Ataris? Yeah, I, mean, I had one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I no, mean, you know, the
1: graphics are about the same.
0: Well, except they're very—it's not multi-directional 3D graphics and all that. No, it's not. You're not on a 3D plane. No. I played my dad's Atari 2600 growing up. Pong. Mm-hmm. Pong was great, but we also Asteroid. The Asteroid. Yeah. Uh, Conquest. Pitfall, uh, Pitfall. Pitfall. Yeah. yeah. I love um, Pitfall. Defender. Defender. You love uh-huh. Defender. Space mm-hmm. Invaders. Gotta love that oh, When classic. I got my first
2: Nintendo, I was so happy. <laughs> Man, I had
1: Excite Bike. I love that game. Oh, Ooh, I loved Excite Bike. That that we awesome. have that actually. Oh, oh, you got the new one We got the little bitty one that's got like sixty Nintendo games. All those box of cartridges yeah, you had yeah. laying around now uh-huh. fit into, you know, one little thing. Yeah, they're getting ready to and do Miles that. And Miles plays those. Mario Brothers PS1. the original PS one. Oh. Yeah. They got Mario Brothers on there. It's it's a neat little deal. It looks like a very small version of the original Nintendo yeah, console.
2: They, they were huge My, last year. I want to get that. Yeah, Miles' uncle
1: Andy bought it for him for his birthday or something last year. Does Christmas. it have the gun though? Can you do Duck Hunt? Uh, Duck Hunt's not on there. Oh, okay, but I have, a, it's, I have
2: a T-shirt that has the Nintendo gun on it, and it says "Original Gangsta." <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. <So. laughs>
1: well, okay, so. But that's what Miles likes. You mentioned the Atari. That. When did you
0: get the Atari? Like, were you Miles' 1982?
1: age? Nineteen eighty-two. Uh, I was probably about ten. So you were a little older than Miles. Yeah. You know. So
0: were you like a Lincoln Logs kid prior to
1: that, or you know? Oh yeah, I loved Lincoln Logs. I would.
0: You could compare Lincoln Logs. Lincoln Logs, you know? Tiger Toys. I, mean, Logs I would. Yeah, Miles is into Legos, all that stuff you know?
1: too, but just not as much as it he used likes to the be.
0: Digital versions. He likes oh, yeah. going online. Ever yeah.
1: since he's gotten into the iPad, the the. the the Lincoln Logs and the Matchbox cars and all that are well. Are now they have a Lego sitting Minecraft in the box
2: knockoff. It's called Lego Worlds. Yeah, it's you just use Legos, but it's Minecraft using yeah. Legos. He plays that
1: too. I mean, yeah. he's got he's got like fifty different things on there. And then the thing I wish that he would understand is he gets bored really quickly, or with these things, and so he. Is always coming up going, um, Mommy and Daddy, I want a new world on Minecraft. I need you to buy me a new world. And it's driving us like, we'll buy it. And then, like three days later, he's wanting another one. Yeah. And it's not because he's bored. It's because he's already gone through the thing and mastered the dang thing. And yeah. it's already boring to him. So yeah, I, could,
2: I could just never get into that game. I, yeah. I don't know why. It's just to me, it's like, what is the point? Of Minecraft?
1: Yes. Oh you should see some you of the gathering. structures that oh, he I builds know. on Minecraft are elaborate as hell. I
2: understand that, but it's like again, what is the point of the game? Like I, I like games. I'm am a huge nerd. Like I'm RPG, like I do I have a D&D group that I play with on a regular basis and like it's all about the story for me. Like I love, you know, I'll do I'll do like a Madden or like an NBA 2K or whatever just you know as a mind numbing game to play. It's fun. But I like a good game with a story. You know, like, Minecraft is just, what, what is the, per? how do you win the game? You can't. It's not no, possible to just, beat the well, game.
0: I think the basis of it, how do you win Legos? You know, when you're done building, right? But I was never that into Legos. See, so I was huge into Legos. See, I was never I that loved into Legos. Legos. growing up.
2: See, I, my, my toys growing up was G.I. Joes. Like, I was all into G.I. Joes. I had the original Cobra Commander until my friend Karen broke it. Not bitter about that at all. <laughs> Um, and then uh, a little-known late '80s, early '90s cartoon, Centurions. Um, that yeah, you're was, dating yourself there, dude. Bucko. Dude, Centurions was great. I loved the Centurions, <laughs> and my mom loved the fact that I loved Centurions as opposed to all like the main street, like the Transformers and stuff like that. They were kind of off-brand Transformers, and so they were always cheaper toys <laughs> than like the big sixty, you know, sixty-dollar four-foot-tall Optimus Prime. I didn't want that. I wanted the. Two ninety nine. I want the knockoff Ace Ace McCloud spacesuit.
1: We had the best toys: the original Star Wars toys. Was oh, what yeah. I was when Miles with, was. With when like I was about four Miles points age. of
0: articulation that people today yeah. just laugh at. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but like the original Millennium Falcon, you yeah. know, like you see now if you if you still have it in the box, it's worth oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. thousands of dollars or whatever. We had one of those and it ended up like in the trash can after a couple of years when. We grew out of the toys. So, yeah. See, I
0: had the action figures. Uh, I had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. we huge.
1: Yeah, see, I never got so into that. So I did that. TMNT.
0: and Well, it's funny. You and I are only separated by five years, but those five yeah. years make quite the difference it, when you're t- talking about millennials.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And uh, so, yeah, I had the TMNT. I was huge with that and had all the... Uh, I can still remember my mom uh, just retired, but she worked for American Airlines, she would take flights all over the place, and I remember probably annoying the crap out of the people that sat in front of me by putting my lunch tray down and having my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles act out pretty much every scene that I had seen in the cartoon on the tray table seat back thing. So I'm sure they loved that in the seat in front of me, but that was my deal were, were the action figures. and I did We those. had very different
2: upbringings. <laughs> like I I remember like for a long time I wasn't allowed to watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the original live action one that they did. Yeah because um, it had the one scene when they were off in the forest with April like at her family farm or whatever and he's able to communicate with the spirit of Splinter like Leonardo has a vision and so Who's that not was dead that I, I know, but no it was still his spirit. it was his so that was <laughs> mystical so like yeah, that was that was the upbringing I had like we were not allowed like my church was very anti movies. For some reason, you could rent whatever movie you want, but you could not go see a movie in the theater because if you went and saw a movie in the theater, you were supporting the liberal Hollywood agenda. Okay. Yet you could buy whatever movie you wanted as if the money still didn't go to the studio if you rented it or bought it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it was so weird. I didn't understand that. See, logic.
0: I, you know, I think my mom tried very hard to shelter me from certain movies, but. My dad was just like I am, and as soon as Mom was gone, if Dad wanted to watch something, he was just like, I don't care. <laughs> and so like, yeah, Teenage Mutant so Ninja it, Turtles happened that way. I remember I saw the first Predator movie when I was maybe like six or
2: seven. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I now, I'm vividly, not going to do that with my son, yeah, but my I dad literally remember. was.
0: My dad has always been, I've told stories about him already, and looking back on it, it's comical for me now, but Dad was always just, I want to check this out. He would always do the okay. Hold your eyes. (laughs) Shield your eyes. This is gonna be bad. You didn't shield your eyes, son. You're scared. Well, he had that coming. You didn't (laughs) shield your eyes.
2: Yeah, no. I still try to be a little protective. Like I'll let Finley watch, like you know, the Marvel movies or you know stuff like that. But I mean, I I will not let him watch like an R-rated movie, even if it's just for language. Like I just I won't. Like I just don't do that. Um, I vividly remember the first R-rated movie I saw. I was in seventh grade. And it was *Last of the Mohicans*. <laughs> that was the first R-rated movie that I saw.
1: The best toy ever that I had, and I'm still looking forward to this day, was that. And is and my brother gave me um, one of them. It's a the reproduction. Is the Evil Knievel, mm. um little the thing? You spin the thing. cycle launcher thing. Mm. Yeah, I've got that. And I had one of those when I was a kid. And I mean, I got in trouble for terrorizing the dog with it and everything. And it was great because you, you know, rev it up and it goes flying across the kitchen and bumping into things and terrorizing the dog. But I was an evil Knievel freak when I was a kid. And I had the evil Knievel jumpsuit that looked like the Elvis, you know, Vegas nice. costume then i would ride around the neighborhood on that scooter. Imagining soccer.
0: you See? in that right now is the greatest thing. <laughs> I really wish i could have seen that. And that's why i've
1: been looking for it. They sell them online, you can find them, but i mean it's it i'm um, yeah. So
2: <laughs> Nick, you and i have more of the we we were more
1: Super Dave Osborne as opposed yeah. to uh Evil Cannibal. <laughs> no, yeah. He, he, and- yeah. And he did end up beating the crap out of somebody with a baseball bat, so that was, you know, um um, the well, kind of the and, end of his heroic uh, yeah time.
0: How many you know bone breaks and things did that guy have by two hundred
1: and six bone breaks.
0: Aren't there? Isn't that how many bones are in the body? Like uh, yeah, uh, not <laughs> he a, is not broken at one
1: time. That, literally, <laughs> there is a T-shirt that has a chart of all of the bone breaks that evil can evil. And John has, has that firmly pressed and hanging in his closet. It's a skeleton. Yep. It has little lines <laughs> point every bone he's broken, like every rib, every. Every every bone. The only bones that did not he had not broken were the ones in his inner ear, I think, and that's it.
0: Well that's wonderful.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know anything about evil can evil, y'all. You know, by the time we
0: hit that stage, Steve and I where we could watch some of those things. I mean they had gotten so many more safety precautions put into all that stuff and that was when the mathematicians came out with all of the extra you know arithmetic uh, to prove okay you have to be going yeah this speed at we're, this angle this is, we're, ramp, not, we're not but, guessing on here it's not a know, wild and, guess and if the wind was just <laughs> the slightest bit too extreme from wonder nope we're scrapping it yep we have to
2: scrap it you know oh yeah no man i remember watching the first x games oh, yeah. I was, oh dude i was so into that that was back when rollerblading was a thing <laughs> My yeah. still it's still not a thing. a thing by the way.
1: No. no, it's not, John. Oh damn. I, I need to go put those up. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're most definitely. Put the unit up first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's get but the, the, the rollerblades roller 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 look so good with my evil can with you. With the Costa? white jumpsuit on rollerblades? Yeah. I didn't see that. With the red, white, and blue cape.
0: Why would you want to see that?
2: <laughs> Blackmail material for when he runs for office.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so Your son's into the Minecraft and stuff like that, Steve. What about your kids? I mean,
2: Uh, it's so varied because they're all on varied ages. Like Jacob's obsession right now is PUBG. Like he's all about PUBG, 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 PUBG. That and Skyrim. He's really gotten into Skyrim lately. He's a lot. He's more video games, sports, um, basketball, baseball. Both of those things Um, he
0: just mentioned are video games, John.
1: I was wondering what PUBG was. (laughs) it's player. I thought it was a rapper. Player mm-hmm.
2: unknown. Yeah. No. no. Uh, anyway. But that is, that's a good one. Uh, but he, uh, he's yeah. Not he, he's yeah, not lying. That wasn't a joke, Steve. That could be, that could be, that could be, He. I could see a rapper having that name, but no, he, he's into that sort of stuff and so that's good. Um, you know, and he's finally to the stage where now I don't have to start, le- or I don't have to keep letting him win. Like, <laughs> We can actually compete, and if I, you know, like we're playing 2K or something like that, or you know, a first person shooter or something, like you know, he he understands that you know, the, the old dog still got some tricks. Well, that's good, so, yeah. So, uh, Greenlee is Miss Fashionista, like she is very, she she's getting into dance now. John has a
0: suit she can wear, yes, that's true. That's um, true.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, she she's getting into dance now, she's doing cotillion. Um yeah so she Ooh, she's that been doing always fun that when I was age um but yeah she's on the dance club at school and she's doing tumbling and some gymnastics she's starting to get into that uh she does she, she likes that more than other sports like organized sports and stuff um like soccer basketball things like that finley really loves video games he he just really does he's still obsessed with star wars battlefront 1 um, he loves going in there, and he and I will play. He's at the phase where, you know, I can't win, so we have to play against each other. He can shoot me, but I can't shoot him. Like, that's that's the rule. Gotcha. Yeah, so uh, so he really likes that. He's really into soccer. He's doing well with soccer, um, and then he's just, those are kind of the, the things, like mm-hmm. mar- Marvel movies, um, Star Wars, you know, which is great for me because that's stuff that I'm into, and so just kind of introducing them at a young age you kind of get that i haven't gotten him into star trek yet i'm waiting just a little bit more before i start getting him into the next generation so those who don't know
0: you want to (laughs) explain finley's middle name
2: yeah his middle name is Riker. um (laughs) i really wanted that to be his first name i really did my initial thought i tried to push for tiberius as his middle name and that got shot down right away um, so we, I went. Uh, we, we decided on Riker as his middle name after William T. Riker from uh, from Star Trek: The Next the Generation. Next generation yeah. So yes. So Finley's nickname for a while was Number One because uh, that was Riker's <laughs> nickname on uh, on the show. Um, but I still was able to sneakily get Tiberius in there because the T in William T. Riker is Tiberius. See so. anyone
0: who listened to this and thought I was the biggest nerd. Just got oh, this proven yeah, real yeah, quick.
2: Dude, I, I won't <laughs> deny it. I will not deny it in the heartbeat. Like, uh, yeah, I'm there.
0: So, yeah, you know, there's different fandoms for everybody, I'm sure. But.
2: but, I mean, that was some of my best memories as a kid, though. <laughs> like, that show means so much to me because it was, you know, my dad was really into the, the original series. You know, yeah. he remembered watching that as a kid when he was growing up. So, The Next Generation comes on, and it came on, I think, at like 10 o'clock. Um, Eastern time Growing up in Virginia Like right before The nightly news And so Like my sister and I We would go to bed You know I'm like five Six years old You know we, We'd go to bed At you know 8.30 Something like that My dad would come in And wake us up Like he'd get me out of my room Get her out of hers sneak us to the living room and we would watch star trek from 10 to 11 and then go back to bed (laughs) and you know so that was kind of like a nightly ritual was to to get to do that and just being able to feel like you're getting away with something you know and and just had that bonding of you know that was something that my dad and i both really liked and enjoyed and so it was really cool
0: i like that that's cool
2: so and uh, yeah so he and i've been able to you know We'll try to go see sci-fi movies whenever we're together. Like, that's just the sci-fi stuff is things that he and I are both into. Um, and so my my dream is to one day be able to take him to, like, a Comic-Con or an E3 or Emerald City up in Seattle, something like that. Mm. So, yeah, that, that, that's definitely a dream that I have to be able to do with my dad.
0: Well, if you, you know, give it a little while, you could probably take him to, you know, the D23Con, too, and all that, because that's turning into a yeah, that's form Comic-Con. Yeah. And I know you guys are huge Disney fanatics so, you know. Well, with uh, my kids being younger than y'all's kids, that's obviously a different perspective in terms of what they're passionate about. Dean, obviously, is pretty passionate right now about eating, sleeping, and pooping. So, outside of those three things, he's pretty... <laughs>
1: I'm still pretty passionate about that. And I'm 46.
0: Yeah? I, well, and I think once you become a dad, you know, that the bathroom time becomes sacred, right? <laughs> yes. All the moms listening to this are like, screw you. <laughs> But yeah, so Dean's still way too young to have anything to, to really latch onto there. Oliver is just now kind of discovering the stuff that he really enjoys. Um, he's huge into, he was huge into cars, and still is huge into playing with cars. Hot Wheels and like the Pixar Cars figurines and all that. Mm-hmm. He still loves those. But the number one passion right now, like through and through, is, is dinosaurs. He's obsessed with the Jurassic Park movies. He's obsessed with all that. And again, those are the that's one of those movies that I've let him watch, but my wife wasn't very happy about but he wanted to see dinosaurs so you know there you go easy peasy dinosaurs
2: yeah i mean i love finley's in
1: the jurassic world and and, uh, and stuff yeah miles still is too so
0: So, but yeah he is obsessed with dinosaurs has a ton of dinosaur figurines and you know joking about the action figures and you had the star wars ones it's what i've had to joke around with my wife about is the action figures for jurassic park dinosaurs now have like Every bit of articulation known to man, the wrists move, the jaws move, they mm-hmm. can move their necks and tails. And, and I'm just like, we didn't have anything close to this growing up. No, the original of, Star
1: Wars for, figures are about four yeah. inches tall and they weighed about three pounds. Yeah, I mean, well, made, cast with, iron. made with lead will do that, yeah. you know.
2: All that lead paint from China. <laughs> For, for those keeping track, Nick has used articulation multiple times, so on the nerd counter, you're
1: shooting back up there. Buddy. We bought him a big word book, so he's obviously <laughs> been reading it. That's oh, no. right. He, I'm only he, in the A's. <laughs> <that one. laughs>
2: Artificial articulation.
0: Amplification, baby. <laughs> Amplification. But no, the uh, so he's huge into those things. However, my, my one uh, thing that I have been able to rub off on him so far have been he loves and will stop whatever he's doing to watch Spider-Man or the Hulk. Either of those two show up on something, and okay, he loves it. And I don't know what it is about those two specifically, but uh, the he's made us rewatch the Thor versus Hulk fight scene in Thor three probably about eighty something times. Sounds
2: like you're gonna have a snarky kid with rage issues. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. Well, Maybe I'm just he, you just know. Saying.
0: But uh, snarky, yeah, I'm not gonna. I can't avoid that. Between my wife and I, that kid's gonna have more snark than you know any comic book writer could ever dream up. But with Spider Man, though, he just he loves the Disney XD Spider Man series, and we'll watch that. Uh, the Homecoming Spider Man Homecoming movie. He loves that, and he loves the music in it, which I was okay with because the yeah. soundtrack to it's actually That's pretty, pretty legit. <laughs> and uh, between that and the fact that my office is decked out with, you know all sorts of Marvel memorabilia and whatnot. I've had to stick all the action figures in my office way up on some top shelves so that he can't steal them because he's done that a couple of three times already. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be like John and have to throw away my cool action figures in a year or two.
1: (laughs) Miles, whenever he comes to work with me on the weekends, he always wants to come up to your office. Where's that that office where the Captain Captain America America. is?
0: Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll get some more toys, and, and whoever's kid comes in can play with the toys and whatnot. Yeah. The, the office toys here will be okay. My office toys at home are no-nos. I've got a <laughs> C-3PO
2: and R2-D2 in mine. So.
0: <clears throat> well, and I've got the the biggest thing for me are the things that I'm putting up up, up top, which are the movie yeah. posters. I have the legit, actual theatrical release posters for several different Marvel movies. I just got to figure out which ones I want to put up and go from there, but... So I'm getting him involved in the Marvel stuff for sure. Mm. I'm happy about that. Yeah. But, you know, my way of doing that, obviously, is pretty easy because I can just show him the Marvel movies and go from there. There's no way, I think, you know, until he can read, he obviously is not going to get it the way I got it, which was when I was probably about six. My dad loaded me up one Christmas with, he just went to a comic book store and, I think, just grabbed a stack of comic books, uh, older, you know, these were like 70s and 80s comics that were just obviously put into a used bin. Mm-hmm. He just grabbed a stack, gave them to me in my stocking. I devoured those things over like two days and was hooked ever since then. So obviously, Oliver's going to have to wait until he can read before we can right. do that. But uh, your,
2: your dad's like, what have I done?
0: And oh, no, my dad was cool with it. Oh, okay. My dad was cool with it. He has this very sad story about how he had a huge collection of comic books and he didn't even realize it until later uh, when a Sotheby's auction came up exactly what he had. But Uh, He had a huge collection of comic books that he kept in a trunk in his house, and he still remembers uh, to this day coming home from uh, college one weekend, and my grandma, who I never knew, she passed, unfortunately, before I was born, but my grandma had decided she needed space, trunk space, and so she had cleaned out my father's trunk of all those old magazines or something, as she put it, burned them in the backyard. Dad was rightfully mad because that was his whole collection, but he, he kind of let it slide. Right. Until years later, I remember it was probably 1998, 1999, something like that, a Sotheby's auction came up, and someone had uh, the entire first run of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. My dad, in this trunk, had the entire <laughs> first run of Spider-Man. <laughs> I forget what that sold for, but it was multiple thousands of dollars. Probably yeah. about the
1: same amount that that Millennium Falcon <laughs> ended up yeah. in a trash can at my <laughs> house. And I can remember...
0: I remember my dad just looking at it, like, shaking his head, like, man, (laughs) I had that. I had that one. I had the Fantastic Four initial run. I had, like, he listed off all of these things, and he just looked at me like, I don't want your inheritance, son. (laughs) Your inheritance was burned up in the 1980s in the backyard of my old house. So, you know, he was cool with me getting hooked on the comic books, but...
2: I guess this is kind of a question, kind of going changing the topics a little bit. But how do you deal? Because here, here's something I'm dealing with: is, is Finley is so much into pokemon like he loves pokemon i forgot to mention that earlier he is just he's all about it he watches the shows on netflix all the time he anytime we go to walmart he's like can i get a pack of pokemon cards can i get a pack of pokemon cards like every time and i don't buy them there i buy them from a local gaming store because one it's cool to support local businesses but two um they're cheaper so (laughs) so uh but uh like how do how do you process that like when they're into something that you just have absolutely no knowledge of and my nerd brain i'm scared to get into it because i'm scared that's why i I held off playing dungeons and dragons so long like in my life like i was invited to play in high school and stuff and never did because i was scared i would get so into it i just had this
0: thought of steve is going to be in a tuesday morning meeting when we're downstairs flicking away at
2: Pokemon
0: Go. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't
2: do that. He has the cards. Like, and I want... I'm I, sure I'm,
1: somebody's hidden one of those damn little balls in our Somewhere, in our yeah. Chamber Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's why, I,
2: that's why I never did... Uh, <laughs> I was invited to participate in LARPing, live action role yep. play. Um, I, and I never did it because I'm like, I would Lightning love it. Hold. I would love it Lightning too Gold. much. Like, Lightning that was my fear. And so I'm just... I'm scared about that with, like, Pokemon that I don't want to go into that rabbit hole and then... Never be able to get out. And so I'm, you know, trying to encourage him in five years. Come on, buddy, let's play Pokemon again. I think it
0: depends how you go about it. Because with Oliver with the dinosaurs thing, we've strategically, yeah, we've gotten him some of these action figures. Uh, we actively avoid the toy aisle at all costs if we ever go anywhere, yes. especially with the new movie that came out this summer because we were like, you know, it's going to be fully decked out in dinosaurs and we're going to have to buy the whole thing. So we just avoid that part of the store whenever we can but uh what we did was we actively sought out like children's books and things like that and so we now have a whole set of um i think it's just called the dinosaur series but it's like how the dinosaur takes care of its cat how the dinosaur goes to bed at night how that whatever oh. oliver loves those books good put them i thought it'd be like good night
2: moon but it's an asteroid <laughs> Nothing quite that bad. Fine. You know?
0: That's why we haven't introduced him to the old ABC show Dinosaurs because of the series finale on that one, which was depressing as all get out.
2: I wasn't allowed to watch that either because the child was disrespectful to his mom.
0: <laughs> well, the teenagers were disrespectful. The, the baby was disrespectful to the dad, but yeah, loved the, the mom. Yeah,
2: because of disrespectful parents. I was not. That's why I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Well, I know. Well, you know. Look how I turned out. Love you, Mom and Dad. <laughs>
0: but they snuck you out of bed to watch The Next Generation. Heck how
1: yeah, could he they? Heck, yeah, he did. I'm sure Miles is running around behind my back watching Freddy Fazbear on the iPad. Oh, yeah. You go in, look at the history folder. Oh, oh Why yeah. is this blank?
0: Yeah, yeah. Miles, did you learn how to delete this already? Right? Oh, my God. I don't even know how to do that.
2: Well, watch the tutorial, Dad.
0: No, I, th- I think it, it's all... Of course, our kid's only two and a half, almost three, so we've got a little bit of an easier time in terms of trying to adapt to it, but... I think the way you don't get sucked into the rabbit hole is by being realistic with how much time you can devote to it. And, you know, look at how you do D&D. You're obviously not one of those that's, you know, doing it every single night or going out and spending untold amounts of money on the, uh, you know, 12-inch figurine that you're going to deck out to look exactly like your character. You're being quiet. Why are you giving me this look? Are you spending money on that Oh, no, I know people like that. Oh, okay. Well, see, I mean, like... And that's okay if you're into that. Let me clarify that. That's okay if you do stuff like that. But my point is, like, if you're trying to just absorb what your kid is into, that's probably, you know, going balls to the wall is probably not the way to do it. Yeah. Maybe just check out the rule book, see how things are going. Well, I want to take them.
2: There's a Pokemon club at that gaming store that I go to, um, Elevate Games, here Mm -hmm. in town. and uh, But the problem is... is that's Tuesdays and Thursdays which is soccer practice nights so i can't take them. so eventually i will get him there on one of those nights and let him try it out and learn how to play and stuff and it's cool because it he's really it's actually learning with mm-hmm. it too like as they do it because you have to do math with it and so like he like his teacher we had, had his uh, parent teacher conference the other day and it's like they have like the the map testing or whatever, and it shows like the gray bar of hey, if you're this is the acceptable range. His math score was above the acceptable like standard average range oh, yeah. for kids his age. And like he was doing math problems, yeah, we were. You have to do
0: hit points. You have PP. And yeah, exactly. Stuff to and so he's doing cards. stuff
2: like that, but like it's just so or funny told, how don't give me that look, yeah, John. I have how no his idea. brain works. Um, for Jacob's birthday, he wouldn't. He would never say what he wanted. Typical 13-, 14 year fourteen-year-old boy. Now, um, you know, just you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. So he got cash, right? Buy what you want. So he got eighty dollars, and then he got another fifty dollars. And we're at dinner, and was like. Hey, so what is 80 plus 50? He's struggling. Greenlee's like, well, it's. And Finley goes, 130. Like, did it in his head. Like, the six year old got the answer faster than the 14 and 11 year old. Because <laughs> 100, and that, he does the Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of 50s and 80s are in that. So. Mm-hmm.
0: So, see, there are benefits to some of the nerd things. Oh, I'm not things saying there's not.
2: I'm
1: not to. saying there's not at all. Like I'm not but.
0: saying you aren't. I'm telling all the listeners out there <laughs> that might be like, oh, my kid's in a Pokemon car. <laughs> I, I
1: think Pokemon is going to be like Beanie Babies was several years ago. John,
0: it? Pokemon has literally been around since I was like eight.
1: I know, but I don't know. Just, you're gonna end, you remember know, everybody freaked out about Beanie Babies and all that and went and bought the cases and all that. Oh, yes. yeah, but... In,
2: but Pokemon went and then, away and then came back. Ten years back. later,
1: you end up with a big pile of crap, <laughs> and did you spent ten times as much as you should have on it?
2: Well, I think
0: it depends on if it's a fad or not. But Pokemon's not a fad, dude. I mean, it's been it's around. It's got longevity. It's yeah. it's been around since what nineteen ninety seven. I remember 1998?
1: my little brother somewhere had in there. Yeah. Pokemon back in the mid eighties. That was around. That was not Pokemon. Yeah, Yeah, that was no. That was
2: Voltron and stuff like that. Poke Pokemon was late nineties.
1: Oh well, okay. Because I remember the South Park episode about it.
2: That's right. Shin (laughs) Pokemon.
1: Maybe (laughs) it was my niece. Maybe not my little brother.
0: no, the Pokemon thing was yeah, because my brother and I both had the original, the Red and Blue games, Mm -hmm. and those were on
2: the original Game Boy. Yeah, Yeah. that
0: would have been mid to late nineties, and. We got the second generation games, and then I think the third generation games were the last ones that we had anything to do with, and then. But my brother had a whole bunch of Pokemon cards. Yeah, uh, they're not for a going time, anywhere, and, and that was early two thousands, I think, when he had all those. So I mean, they're yeah. still. I, Steve's right. I think it kind of died down for a little bit, but it's it's come
1: back in a big way, man. Yeah, it's really. Well, maybe back. Beanie Babies will make a comeback.
2: <laughs> no, but I mean, but you see that I just had this conversation the other day about Dungeons and Dragons. Like it really it disappeared mm-hmm. like it was gone for a long time um and then it really started you've really seen it start to emerge again and honestly i think a large part of that was the success of the video game skyrim because skyrim is basically dnd like you can do whatever you want like, you can run around, like, games like Grand Theft Auto, and like, open-world games. Yeah. Skyrim specifically, because that is set in the same type of D&D thing. Well, Skyrim but, is a
0: volume from Elder Scrolls. Right. And, uh, you know, Elder Skyrim's, like, the fifth one. So right, I mean but is... Skyrim
2: was really, like, the first one that just, like, blew up into mainstream culture. Yeah. Um, because of the next-generation graphics and things like that. I'm, but And how open-world open it was. And... Exactly, yeah. You were able to do it. It wasn't just, there's a story, but you really, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. Like, you really figured out how to get there like even with Grand Theft Auto and stuff yeah you have open world and you can do what you want but you still have to follow the story and there's no real like you know if for Skyrim if you want to spend three hours learning how to build you know metal armor you can do that (laughs) like if you want to learn how to be a master (laughs) chef you can do that like and I think that really started to bring about a lot of people like oh yeah we used to do this in our heads (laughs) and so and and you start seeing that and now you're I mean like when Joe Mangianello um you know the uh, he's dead, dead or Deathstroke in the new uh, DC universe, mm-hmm. and you know he was on True Blood, and he was in the original Spider-Man. You know, like when he's coming out, like this huge, like six foot six, totally ripped dude, and Vin Diesel and those guys when he Is came on. Vin Diesel, yeah, that Stephen
0: Colbert has done well,
2: it. Well, Manginiello you know. and Colbert had like a twelve minute conversation oh, yeah. about Dungeons and Dragons. That's the first time it's ever been done on stuff like that. Like it's really. It's it's cyclical, man. It goes away and it comes back huge.
0: Well, and and a lot of that I think social media helps because you know, a lot of that is more folks can get their voices out there talking yeah. about the fact that they actually do have a fandom with that. And and,
2: and you're able to play with like D&D Beyond or or d20.net, well, you can play it, with people from around the world.
0: With fantasy, fantasy I think is taking over right now in Game general of because yeah. of just how screwed up things are around us in the real world in general. People need an escape, you know? And yeah. So I think that's where a lot of that comes from. But, you know, we're going back and forth here. So, John, we, you know. Sorry. your kids... I got lost in this
1: conversation <laughs> a long time. Ago. <laughs>
0: so, okay. So that, that tell us, us about another...
2: who you think is running for president in 2020.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was going to say was that that brings up another good point. So we've talked about what our kids are passionate about. And you and I have talked a little bit about the things that we want them to be passionate about. hmm how do you get your kids to be passionate about that stuff? And, I mean, John, knowing you, like, I've seen all the books in your library and this, that, and that. Like, you are definitely the the political and policy... The statesman. ...nerd. You know, the statesman, <laughs> yes, is what we've called you since episode one. You are, you know all that stuff. You know, I was joking around when when some guy asked uh, in our office, asked Steve and I how we know all this random stuff for trivia and whatnot. I just looked at John and was like uh name the vice president who was under gerald ford you got it
2: huh Nelson
0: rockefeller okay yeah see i don't know who wouldn't know that i me (laughs) (laughs) john knows all these political questions and policy things his running mate was bob dole yeah you'd see you know i don't have any of that like John's the nerd when it comes to political stuff. John's the guy that sees House of Cards and is like, "Well, they totally stole that storyline from 1963 <laughs> and blah blah blah." blah yep. you know, and it, it So, how do you, you know, you're that passionate about it? I know your dad was involved in politics. Do you hope Miles picks up some of that? What What are your hopes when it comes to that kind of aspect?
1: He probably will pick up some of it just because he lives in my house and he's gonna he's going to <laughs> hear and see things and be involved in things, but. Um, I'm consciously trying to keep him away from as much of the political stuff that I deal with. Um, I didn't have much of a choice. My parents worked on campaigns and worked for office holders and did a lot of that stuff. So it was always present in our house. Um, They were both involved in it, so my wife is not as interested in the political side of things. Of, As I am. So we kind of both make a conscious effort that, you know, we kind of limit his exposure to the political um, side of things. If he develops an interest in it, and I imagine he will, uh, just from being around it uh, as much as he is with me, he probably will have a more heightened awareness of it than probably. A kid whose parents are not. We'll
0: know if he gets it from you or not. If his first policy induction is going to be something along the lines of "I now move to ban Freddie Fazbear yeah. from yeah. ever." <laughs>
1: but he, it's I, I kind of keep him away yes. from it because I want him to develop his own, you know, likes and dislikes and things he wants to do. And um, you know, I, I and I'm no, I have three brothers and sisters, two older sisters and a younger brother. And they're all interested in politics, but they don't work in it. They don't live it. They don't live it. Yeah. I mean, they understand it. You know, one of my sisters absolutely hates it because that was it was always in our house, you know. And to this day, she's like, I don't care about any of that stuff. Do you, I know do about you need
0: it, but, a reason to not like politics? I really feel like right. a lot of folks yeah. don't even need a reason right. at this point.
1: But it was... Um, So I want him to be interested in all that because I want him to be civically responsible when he grows up. I don't want him to be some idiot that doesn't know what's going on in the world. And so um, I want him to pay attention to it, but I don't want him to necessarily... For those that are right now that don't
0: follow politics, John's not calling everyone who doesn't keep up with it
1: idiots. (laughs) Just some people. So if you've ever put anything halfway controversial on Facebook, everything is hyper-politicized these days. I bet so. the
2: inventors of Five Nights at Freddy's are into politics. Yes. Or not into politics, that's it. Well, I'm pretty
1: it's sure it's just one
2: guy. I don't know. I, uh, well, I'm out to get him.
0: And he's made enough money at this point that he could probably, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> take but it to the
2: th- bank th- and I, not I, worry I about think it. you kind of hit the nail on the head there, John, by saying that... He, Yes, you want him to be into stuff, but you also want to shield him from certain stuff. But you also want him to be able to find his own passions. Yeah, and encourage those. and And that's kind of the approach that I take. Is yeah, if he's into the exact same things that I am, absolutely, that's great. Like, yes, it's funny to make Finley, you know, say "Go Big Blue" and you know have him walk around wear Kentucky gear and stuff like that. That's but, child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> But if he doesn't get excited about watching basketball games with me, then whatever. Like, okay, that's cool. But he knows that, you know. Hey, this time, if I'm if I say the game's on, this is the time that I'm going to watch the game, and so it's like that. Then he can watch it with me or not. And. See, that's what that's I'm okay. having issues with right
0: now at home is my son who only wants to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and or Jurassic World for the 47th time. Yeah, yes. And uh, But I want... Uh, no. And we've at least gotten it to a point now where on weekends I can be like, no, the football game's on, I'm going to watch the football game. Now, he's lucked out the last couple of times because the football game gets turned off within about yeah. 20 minutes, but still. <laughs> we've had that option out there, and it's been okay. So, but the, uh, uh, you know, you, it, with... Your passion, of course, being politics. Politics is not something that
1: a lot of folks want to get in. But I mean, like,
0: you've also gotten him involved in like the outdoor stuff, the sports, the yeah, the bicycle, yeah. and
1: he likes to ride his bike. He likes to go exploring. We were at we were at the park last week and. We found a dog park at the end of an abandoned trail. He's been watching too many Scooby Doo episodes. You know, everything's abandoned, so you know. So, yeah, he likes to go exploring and do things like that. I know we exactly like to which dog park you're talking about. <laughs> yep, yeah. And uh, but we saw deer and all that stuff in yeah. the woods along the way. So he was, he likes doing that. But uh, it's a it's a constant battle with uh, with us trying to. You know, put the iPad up, and you know, let's go do something else. And you have to make it make that happen. But yes.
0: Well, the new operating system now has the Screen Time app and all that that you can lock it up with.
1: Yeah, but see, they don't teach parents how to do that. Kids are the ones that figure out how to. John, do all you've that.
0: got two nerds right here next to you, man. I know. <laughs> we'll help you out.
1: Let me get my flip phone and I'll look it up on the on the on the Google. That's
0: why you keep us millennial folk around, right? I just
1: use the old fashioned timer in the kitchen. You got one hour to watch that, and then I'm taking it away.
0: And when he figures out that all he has to do is turn the egg timer over to get more time, (laughs) what are you going to do then?
1: Well, Finley already learned that's how you do time travel. So you know, time travel. Yeah. Well, that's when I turn into you know, Incredible Hulk dad and just yank the iPad away from him and say, (laughs) "Sorry, you're done watching it." So that's the way I was taught. Okay,
0: well, I think that's where we're going to have to wrap it up today for sure. But uh, I guess the the main moral of the story today was definitely, uh, when it comes to the passions of our children, it's good to encourage that, point them in the right direction, away from things like Five Nights at Freddy's and and the like. And, and a- apparently,
2: encouraging your fans to like or your children to like Kentucky basketball is, you know. Child, child abuse. abuse. It is child yeah. abuse. Yeah. Yes,
0: I agree. You're outnumbered.
2: Again, no, no, no. I still, ma- I still maintain what we talked about the other day about if they're going to give uh, Mark Stoops a big extension for football, <laughs> that they're diverting that money away from basketball. So how are we supposed to pay the top recruits to come play? Like, I'm.
0: Well, they're never going to gift you free tickets now after that glowing endorsement. So, <laughs> on that as, note, as
2: though, if that was an option <laughs> to begin with.
0: <laughs> Well, thank you all for listening to this one. I'm sure this is one of those topics that we'll bring up probably every year because, let's face it, every year our kids probably are going to pick up something
2: new to enjoy and whatnot.
0: John will have discovered his son has picked up some kind of true crime series next year that he needs to, <laughs> yes, <when laughs> needs he, to get Miles out of his When wa-
2: binge-watching Making a Murderer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's when we'll have to worry. but. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening to True Dadhood. Hope that you all have another great week, and we'll hear you next week.